Hey there! Welcome to episode 75 of the Authors Read Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Ryan. Today's guest is Sean Fields, and he'll read from his book, Quantum Lean, Taking Lean Systems to the Next Level. Hi, my name is Sean Fields, and I'm a co-author of the book Quantum Lean. While I'm going to read excerpts from this book, I would like to give a brief introduction to Lean in general and Quantum Lean in particular. From there, I will read some passages in Quantum Lean. As far as Lean in general, there is a movement in industry to adopt what are called Lean systems. Based on the Toyota production system, Lean systems have helped many businesses achieve unparalleled gains. Despite this success, it might surprise you to know that the vast majority of companies that attempt to adopt this system fail. Although a lot of reasons are offered, one of the biggest culprits is never mentioned. From our observations, a major problem with standard lean approaches is that they don't offer a practicable means of applying lean principles to a wide variety of settings. In most cases, the techniques are formulated with mass production in mind. For the vast majority of companies that don't produce in mass quantity, applying general lean principles to these radically different environments is often difficult, if not impossible. For that reason, we formulated an alternative approach to lean systems called Quantum Lean. So now, let us begin with the book. The Backstory This doesn't work. That was the thought several years ago when implementing lean at a job shop for custom products. As one example of how the standard approaches weren't fleshing out, the lean team had developed a value stream map that revealed nothing. It was all there with the correct symbols, but there was no indication of where any waste existed. All it showed was a sequence of operations, minimal work-in-process inventory, and little else. While it was otherwise obvious that the operations were inefficient, you would never know it from the diagram. To make a long story short, the team relied on common sense in place of lean doctrine. While some excellent ideas resulted, it caused a serious reassessment. With job shops constituting a significant portion of the manufacturing sector and my client base, I realized a new angle was essential. And knowing that I couldn't rely on every future group to come up with their own answers, this new approach would need to work in a wide variety of situations. With logic, inspiration, and real-world application, a new system was developed to implement lean systems. For these situations, it is easy to apply, accurately identifies opportunities, and indicates corresponding solutions. Every. Single. Time. Even better, it can be used in practically any business environment, whether it's mass production, job shops, or services. In order to help others adopt this approach, this book was written to provide explanations, examples, and key details to facilitate the implementation of this system. Chapter 1 Defining Quantum Lean Before implementing lean, you need to know it. And in order to really know it, a consistent understanding is critical. When lean is mentioned, everyone imagines a different picture. Think about the inkblot tests psychologists give. The image is only a random splash. What's seen says everything about the patient and nothing about the inkblot. Similarly, interpretations of lean vary according to an individual's motivations. 
This inconsistency poses a barrier to effective execution. To address this, Quantum Lean operates from one ironclad viewpoint. However, before embarking on a Quantum Lean journey, consider the following example to help you baseline your mindset regarding Lean. Imagine a business where customers contact the company for information by phone. In one situation, an employee picks up the phone and handles the caller's inquiry. In the second case, an automated answering system greets the customer, and the caller navigates a menu until they address their problem or reach someone who can. Which system is lean? While Quantum Lean provides an answer, baselining perceptions is the object for now. Make a note of which scenario you consider lean and why. And as you make your way through this book, you might change your mind. With your interpretation established, it's time to introduce the quantum lean understanding of lean and contrast it with more conventional approaches. In a nutshell, quantum lean's mission is to minimize the time required to give a product what it needs. As an illustration of this, consider the movie Castaway. In this film, Tom Hanks plays a FedEx employee who gets stranded on a desert island. While the entire movie is worth watching, the part that speaks to my inner lean practitioner is a scene where Tom enters a FedEx facility. Upon his arrival, a kid hands him a package which is then opened. And what's in this package? A clock that shows 72 hours. In other words, Tom mailed himself a clock to determine how long a package spins in the FedEx system. With the 24-hour turnaround being the goal, the fact that this shipment had taken three times as long was a pretty bad sign. Think of your company in the same way. If you dropped material to your shop floor and placed a timer on it, what would it say when the order is ready to ship? In this book, I will argue there is no better measure of the health of your business than time. If it takes a long time to finish a product, you're inefficient. If the product moves quickly, you probably have a tight ship. Ultimately, the goal should be for the product's clock to show the lowest possible number. In a perfect world, it would register zero. Expanding on this point, lean has often been described as eliminating waste through flowing the product. Too often, typical approaches stop with the first two words, eliminating waste, and ignore the rest. By contrast, quantum lean focuses on minimizing a product's time-in system by flowing the product. Although the quantum lean wrinkle might seem like a distinction without a difference, it's a subtle twist that allows for a radical improvement in simplicity and effectiveness. While confronting waste head-on might seem like the best way to eliminate it, quantum lean leverages the fact that wastes share time as a common denominator. The idea is similar to a strategy that contributed to winning World War II. Rather than munitions, weapons, transportation, and other military assets, the Allies prioritized ball-bearing facilities as a target. By eliminating the one thing upon which everything else depended, the Axis war machine was ground to a halt. In other words, victory became simpler. Similarly, by attacking a product's time and fulfillment, addressing waste is simpler as well. Time and fulfillment is the fuel that feeds waste. You can attack waste in its multitude of forms, or you can focus on one thing. While either method works, minimizing time is faster, 
easier, and more effective. Not only is quantum lean a simpler approach than traditional lean, it is also the difference between lean and mean and skinny and pissed. Typical lean initiatives can become so cost-obsessed that customers, employees, and shareholders get shafted. Quantum lean avoids this trap. As a case in point, consider the airline industry. Out of all the airlines, one consistently earns a profit, maintains high customer satisfaction, and has excellent employee relations. Which one? Southwest Airlines. As of 2020, Southwest has achieved 47 consecutive years of profitability. By comparison, other airlines lose money and go bankrupt with astonishing frequency. In addition, Southwest consistently comes out at the top of customer satisfaction rankings. Furthermore, Southwest is frequently rated as one of the best places to work in America. The company heralds a track record of zero layoffs and zero pay cuts since its inception. How is this done? Southwest focuses on flow and time and system while the other airlines are waste obsessed. When a Southwest plane lands, the overriding goal is to unload, load, and take off as quickly as possible. By contrast, other airlines squeeze in more customers and employees while remaining indifferent to gate times. During a lengthy layover with one of Southwest's competitors, a plane arrived at my gate three hours before my departure. When a fellow passenger asked if I thought that was our flight, I replied it wasn't possible. No airline would allow that much idle time. But as it turned out, it was our flight. If you're wondering why this matters, one major benefit from quick turnarounds is that freed up time allows more flights to be scheduled. Since airlines make their money at every departure, Southwest maximizes the number of times they can earn. In addition to increased cash flow, this unique approach optimizes the company's cost structure. Like many breakthroughs, Southwest stumbled onto this. In the beginning, they owned two planes and borrowed one to serve three cities. Eventually, the loaner's owner wanted their plane back. With a smaller fleet, Southwest faced a dilemma. Lacking capital, they couldn't acquire a plane. On top of this, they couldn't afford to cut their services. Instead, they investigated how to handle their routes with the remaining planes. In the end, they found that minimizing gate time enabled just that. In this happy ending, Southwest served all their customers with two rather than three planes. In other words, they achieved the same sales with two-thirds of the overhead. Doing so converted a moderately profitable business into an industry leader. In addition to increasing profitability directly, minimizing time and system accomplishes indirect benefits as well. When flow is achieved, the following benefits occur. Customer satisfaction increases. Facilitating the product is another way of prioritizing the customer. Even if the two never meet, an employee indirectly serves the customer by serving the product. Employee morale increases. If the product is truly prioritized, barriers to employee effectiveness are minimized. The job gets easier, and innate satisfaction comes with a job well done. Shareholder morale increases. With more money from increased cash and reduced cost, how could it not? Real-world examples like Southwest 
demonstrate how Quantum Lean enables employees, shareholders, and customers to share in the benefits for a win-win-win situation. When following the central organizing principle that time is money, much can be accomplished. In addition to being conceptually sound, the fact that practically everyone agrees on this point makes for a unifying principle. Ironically, even though most agree with the phrase time is money, few can explain why this is true, and this should be expected. Since most of us have been exposed to this notion from infancy, it's not human nature to question long-held beliefs. However, to implement quantum lean effectively, it's essential to grasp this point on an intellectual and not just visceral level. With illustrations of the power behind this adage, you will gain this understanding along with a renewed gut-level appreciation for this phrase. I'd like to thank Sean for sharing his book with us today, and thank you for listening to the Authors Read Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for the link to the book. If you'd like to support the Authors Read Podcast, please like, subscribe, or share. Until next time!